Father, thank you for this time and just ask that you would now speak to us, touch us, transform us. Our goal, our goal in life is to become more like you, Jesus. We need you. We need your word. We need your Holy Spirit to breathe upon us this morning, to change our thinking, to renew our mind, to transform us, our inner man, God, to become more like you. So we say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Send your word today and do what you want to do. We give you full reign in Jesus' name. And everyone said, I want to talk to you about a very kind of unique subject ready to grow with. Uh, I don't know if I've ever just kind of focused on this before, but I want to talk to you about ready to grow with uh, this morning. And so with that being said, last week, I want to kind of tie it in from last week. I I talked a whole lot about body parts. How many of y'all remember that? Body parts. Every one of us is is a body part, and we need each other because we make up all the body parts make up of the body of Jesus Christ and him being the head. And, and, and if you get whacked off, your arm gets whacked off, there's a certain amount of time before you need to get reattached to the body of Christ. And if you stay detached, all of a sudden what begins to happen Death and you know what I'm saying, and so I want to I want to kick it off from there. I want to read that scripture because inside of that is a word. If you would put this up for me, Stephen, oh, he already got it up. Grow, grow. Everyone say that with me. Grow. Listen to this. Ephesians four sixteen. From whom the whole body, you and I, joined and knit. Together, I hung out on knit last week. Together by why? What every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. I, I got adjusted on Friday, and man, it felt really good because got to get that spinal cord all lined up and the nerves all feeding my different organs and so forth and so on. Are you feeling me? All those either exterior or inner interior parts are very important for us so that we can grow. Everyone say grow. In this specific scripture, it's talking about actually the growth of the church, generally speaking, uh, overall. But I want to talk about two types of growth for just a minute. One growth of you and I growing, individually growing. I think it's very important that you and I grow. How many of you know if something is healthy, it grows? Or it should be growing, unless it's mature. Uh, a gentleman told me last night he planted a garden, and, and uh, man, the plants was beautiful. But then all of a sudden, there was no fruit on the plants. And he did some research and found out that his plant was missing calcium. And he put calcium to the plants, and oh my goodness, it just became fruitful. So there's sometimes things missing in us. But I, I want to let you know, I believe that when you're healthy, you're growing, you're going to uh, be fruitful. We're going to talk about fruit in just a minute. Number one, just don't go here. Grow here. Just don't go here. Grow here. I heard a pastor say that this week and I'm thinking, man, that bullet right there fits my gun. Just don't go here. Grow here. Tell your neighbor right now, just don't, come on, come on, tell him, tell him, tell him. Just don't go here. Tell them, tell them, tell them, grow here, 
I don't want you just going here. God wants you to grow here. And there's going to be a little more to it too because there's a reason why you grow. But just don't go. God wants you to grow. Listen to the scripture, 2 Peter 3.18. But grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. That word in the Greek, it means to grow. It means to increase. Listen to this. To cause to grow, to increase, to become greater, to grow, increase of plants, of infants, of multitude, of people, of inward Christian growth. God wants me and you to grow up. Tell, tell another neighbor today, just, just grow up. He wants us to mature, become more like Christ every day. You can go to church and never grow up. You go to church 40 years and never grow. That's not what it's all about. God wants you to go, but he wants you to grow. He wants you to go so that you, he wants you to grow so that we can reach there, those people that are out there. I got to get to that in just a few minutes. But listen to me. God wants you not just to go, but to grow. Grow in the great. Listen to this one, 1 Peter 2.2. 2. Like newborn infants... Long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may. We warm it up. That by it you may grow. Grow up into salvation. The other day, Nathan came in to one of our meetings and he had Zeke with him, his newborn baby. And I'm like, man, Zeke is. Nathan, daddy's big. Nathan's 6'9". And he brings Zeke in. And Zeke is like already getting big. Just like long legs. Just hanging on daddy. Zeke is now 16, 17 pounds. Uh, growing, maturing, getting stronger, getting bigger. Can somebody say Grow. Because he's healthy. Amen. If, it, if Zeke was not growing, they, they might have a, 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 a little concern about Zeke. But man, he's just growing off the chart because he's healthy. Come on. Somebody say healthy. I believe those things that are healthy grows. Are you ready to grow? Are you ready to grow? Are, are you ready to grow? Are you sure about that? And I say, are you sure about that? Because I see something that happens about every year. About January 3rd, my gym gets invaded with people. <laughs> like, what, what happened to my gym? Who, who is you peoples? What, 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 what happened? You're on my elliptical machine, man. Where'd you come from? Why are they there? Well, all of a sudden, they, they, they want to do something different. Maybe they want to transform their body and they, they try a different diet, make a New Year's resolution. And then about January 31st, it all gets kind of weeded out. I can get back on my elliptical. You know why? Because it's not easy. Working out takes discipline. You do it day, day in and day out. 
you know, sometimes you might say grow, but you might like comfort a little bit more than growth. You might like content. Been Christian for many years, J.O., just kind of content. I'm going to throw it on cruise control right here, yo. Just hit the cruise control, and I can just cruise. Everyone say grow. Come on, how many of you are committed to grow and committed to mature in Jesus? God wants you to grow. He wants you to grow in relationship with him. Growth equals health, but Growth does not always equal comfort. Anybody ever heard of the old school saying, no pain? <laughs> yeah, you heard it. You heard it. You heard it. God wants us to grow in faith, and he wants us to grow in the community of the church, and he wants us to grow in grace and, and in our worship. God wants us to grow in knowledge and, and serving and revelation and understanding, and he wants us to grow in discipline and, and in his word. He wants us to grow in our commitment and, and confidence. Can somebody say confidence? That's a, that's a powerful thing right there. Give me a little snotty, no 150-pound David with some confidence, and he'll take a jungle breath Goliath out just because he got some confidence in Jesus Christ. Come on, confidence is a wonderful thing. He wants us to grow in love and in our prayer life and how to treat your spouse and generosity and boldness and sharing our faith and devotion and patience. And that's just like top 20. He wants us to grow. Sometimes we need some miracle growth, don't we? I'm going to tell you where you get miracle growth. Can I give you a little secret where you get some? This is for free. You want some miracle growth? Get in the miracle word. That doesn't change. That doesn't change from generation to generation. It isn't all of a sudden the, the word of God is not cool any longer. Listen, the word of God is always cool. It's, it's not cool. It's on fire. And if you want some miracle growth in your life, you first of all got to get into God's word. More so let the word of God get inside of you. Blessed is a man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, or seated in the seat of scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he doth meditate day and night. He will be like a tree. Put your, put your limbs out there for me for a minute. Talking about growth. Come on. He'll be like a tree. Come on. Put your limbs up, yo. He'll be like a tree planted by rivers of water. Growth. Whose leaf also shall not wither. Growth. Whose fruit, come on, you're going to have fruit in season, amen? It's all tied into the word of God. Don't just go, but grow. But here we go, listen to this. Don't just go here, but grow here. But don't just grow here and get old here, but go from here. Now, just meditate up there on that in just a minute. J.O., you're just kind of trying to confuse me right there. You need to make up your mind. You told us to go. You told us to grow. You, what, what are you talking about? Right? Go or grow? Or you, what, what, what do you want us to do? Don't just go here, but grow here. Don't just get old here, but go from here. See, there's a reason God wants you to grow here. There's a purpose in growing here. There's a reason. God just don't want you to feed on the word. And feed me, jail. Feed me, feed me, feed me. Feed me, jail. Just feed me, jail. Just feed me. And you just get. He wants you to do something with it. 
There's a purpose that God wants you to grow. Cheryl, would you please make up your mind? I've made up my mind. He doesn't want you to just go here. He wants you to grow here, but he doesn't want you just to grow here. He wants you to go from here. Listen, we want to grow here to reach them there, out there. Are you with me? And I say that because we want to grow here, but we want to go from here to reach them out there. Don't never remember, don't never forget the reason why the purpose behind growth or the mission of the church. There's a purpose for an apple tree, and there's a purpose that little Zeke is growing, and there's a, there's a purpose that children grow. There's a purpose. There is a place. There is a power. There is a people that God wants you and I to reach and touch, that wants heart of the city church to be mightily used in, in this day and time like never before. There is a people that God has gotten ready for us. Listen to me. How how many of you ever wife gets pregnant and you're like oh we got to get the house ready got to get the room ready let's call the children we got to let them know that uh, mama gonna have a baby we're still gonna love you but we're gonna have a little baby and paint the room and put new new stuff in and you, you, you know you you get ready you get that room ready for the baby that's kind of how I, I view 505 Sunday evening we're getting a room ready we're making space at the table we want people to know there's room at the table we want people to know there's there's room at heart of the city church for them a people that don't know Christ yet on Sunday evenings are going to come to know Jesus Christ. Prophesy with my eyes open. Why? Because we preach the gospel here. We're all about preaching the gospel and making disciples. And uh, I just got to remind you, don't get offended at me. Put your rocks way underneath the chair. I don't need to get hit today. The church is not all about you. You with me? It's upside down kingdom. If you want to save your life, you what? Uh-oh. And so, therefore, it's not about me. The church is here to glorify God. Now, he loves you. You're the best thing since sliced bread, man. But, 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 yeah, Ezekiel bread, you got it. Or I like David's bread, Dave's bread, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but just remember, it's not just about you. That God's got a people for us to reach. Just like someone reached you. Some, someone shared the gospel. I'm so glad somebody shared the gospel to me. Because I was a heathen, hell-raising lunatic. And someone preached the gospel to me. Sometimes I wanted to strangle them. But anyway, they preached the gospel to me. And it changed my life because that seed got inside me. Here's our duty. Listen to this. 1 Corinthians 3, 6. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. We don't get all worked out on numbers here. We just want to be diligent to do what God called me and you to do. We count people because people count. And the New Testament counted people because people counted. So I want to talk to you about, first of all, you being committed individually as a believer, part of Heart of the City Church, that you're committed individually to grow. Amen? Come on, grow. Tell your neighbor one more time. Just offend them a little bit. Just say, hey, grow up not really offend them that's not my heart but I guess it if it offends them it offends them right 
don't ever like just just feel me as your pastor. Don't ever like be selfishly like ah. Uh, we don't need to grow anymore. People are going to hell on a grease pole. And as long as people, that's the problem, I pray to God that we would grow and reach the multitudes and throw the nets and see people's life change for Jesus Christ. I remember, everyone say Logan's family. There was something so cool about the Logan's family. They had a big house. Children everywhere. My friend Johnny Logan, their cousin Alan Chunin. Miss Logan would make some fried chicken. Oh, we're talking straight up fried. Maybe the best fried chicken in the world. One of them was listening to it last night. I saw it Facebook. Hey, they're talking about it. You know, fried chicken bowl, peanuts. Oh, my goodness. Pulled pork and sweet iced tea. And, and why, why, do we, why do you say that? Because everything was happening at the Logan's house. Johnny be working on his 1970 Chevelle, and and then and, 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 and Alan's working on his 1970 Nova. And then Alan's all of a sudden boxing in the, ba- in the garage. Everything was just always buzzing because it was like the place to be. It was like the place to hang out. Everybody wanted to be there. It's like everybody in that neighborhood hung out at the Logan's and it was a big place. And, and, and I think it'd be cool if Heart of the City Church is like that. Just people just want to come. You know what I'm saying? They want to hang out. They, they just, man, we rode motorcycles and cars. Listen to the principle that I'm talking about today. I'm just going to, can I buzz through some scriptures, Old Testament, New Testament? Will you just go with me? Follow it on the sky, Bible. You ready? Everyone say go. go. Genesis 1, Then God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful. If, you do, if you'll put that up there. Fruitful and multiply. From Genesis chapter 1. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on earth. Here's the next one, Exodus 1, 6 and 7. Joseph died and all his brothers and all that generation, but the children of Israel were fruitful. Say that with me, fruitful. Say this with me, and increased. Listen to the words, abundantly multiplied and grew look exceedingly are you feeling me this is the heart of the father and the land was filled with them the land was filled with them my goodness wouldn't it be cool that just everybody you bump into they they got born again schools got turned upside revival people getting saved all over the place come on we can believe for that, amen? amen. Exodus 1, 8 through 9. And there arose a new king of, over Egypt who did not know Joseph and said to these, his people, look, the people of children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Just listen to the terminology. Exodus 1, 12. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew and were in dread of the children of Israel. How many of you remember who Paul was before he was Paul. He was Saul. Say that with me, Saul. And Saul's like, I mean, he had it out for, for, for believers, dragging them out of their home. Guy had a letter, I think, dragging them out. Absolutely just terrifying, a terrorist of the New Testament. 
and he's doing this, and the church is spreading out, going all over the land, and yeah, we got him. And it worked against them. The gospel just spread like wildfire. And then, well, obviously God got a hold of Saul and turned his name to Paul. God wants us to spread like wildfire in this day and time. And then all of a sudden, let's skip over to the New Testament. There's a new breed now. It's not just the nation of Israel, even though it's beautiful, it's God's chosen people, the Jews. But it's not just about that anymore. It's about all nations. Say that with me, all nations. Me and you, a gentleman the other day just asked me, had it challenging him to read the Bible, and he asked me, he said, oh, what is a Gentile? I said, hey, bro, you and I is a Gentile. If you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile. And listen to what it says. It says this, Galatians 3, 28, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And when we come to know Jesus Christ, I tell you what, it changes everything. Romans 10, 13, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you don't know Christ today, I say you call on the name of the Lord today. That's for free. You're going to have an opportunity. But there's a new believer. There's a new breed of people. It's part of the big C. Now, God not only wants to reach Israel, but he wants to reach the nations of the entire world. This is what Jesus leaves with us. If Jesus is going to, something very important to you, it's probably going to be the last thing that you tell somebody before you leave earth. And this is what Jesus did. Look at Matthew 28, 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Say that with me, all nations. <laughs> Baptizing them. We had a wonderful baptism service last weekend. 24 folks got water baptized at the lake. How cool is that? Buried, buried them in the lake, just walk. And then they rose out of the, the waters into the new creation of Jesus Christ. Wonderful thing. Part of, the, part of the Great Commission. We take it very serious. We don't think it's a, a suggestion. It's a commission. It's a, it's a challenge. Baptizing them in the name of the beautiful right here, the Trinity, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Don't just go here, grow here. Don't just grow here, but go from here. Today, what glorifies God, I'm going to read a passage out of John 15. Say this with me, code red. Jesus is saying all of this or most of it. And he says, this. listen to this right here. I want you to just challenge your own self as I read the scripture today of your own life, let it be, let your life measure according to this scripture. Look what it says. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Can everyone say, ouch? Say that with me again, ouch. If you're not bearing fruit, he takes the branch away, ouchie. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. Ouchie. There's a reason. That it may bear, look, look, more. Jesus is very interested in reaching our city and our county and our world in a huge way. He just didn't die for nothing. And we work with him in this great vision of reaching the lost. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. 
I am, I am a vine. You are the branches. Old school song from the 80s. How many of you remember that? Three people. Wow. <laughs> J.O., you are old, man. He who abides in me and I in him bears, look, much fruit. For without me, you cannot do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is, ooh, this is ouchy, ouchy. He is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. Ooh, he's pretty interested in fruitfulness. And if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Listen to this. Listen to this. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my Disciples, there are believers all over the world. There's nothing wrong with being a believer. Believe me, it's okay to believe, be a believer. But there is a difference in, my, in my, my thinking between a believer and a disciple. Jesus chose disciples. He raised up disciples. He's always, his message is disciples. He wants to reach the world with disciples. If you're a believer today, he loves you, but he, he, he wants you to be a disciple. Go with me now into just listen to the words as I talk about grow with us. Acts 2.41, just listen to the words. Now the New Testament church is happening. And those who gladly received the word were baptized. And that day about 3,000 souls. Wow. We said that with me, 3,000 were added. Would you put that word up there, added? Say that word with me, added. Here, Peter, Simon, Bar, Jonah, denying Jesus. Like a junior high little girl walks up to him at a weenie roast and says, aren't you one of them? He's like, no, no. I added some emphasis on that. But still, he denied Jesus three times. But then he gets, listen, baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's on like Donkey Kong. If you haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit, I highly recommend that. He gets baptized in the Holy Spirit. And now this Simon Barjona is the rock, the Peter, the rock, and he preaches. 3,000 people are saved. Bam! The New Testament church is birthed. Wow. Added in one day. Listen to this, Acts 2, 47. Praising God and having favor with all people and the Lord added, say that with me, added, to the church daily those who were being saved. Acts 5, 14, and believers were increased day, added to the uh, Lord multitudes, multitudes, multitudes of both men and women. And look at this, Acts 11, 24. For he was a good man full of the Holy Spirit and faith and a great many, many were added, added to the Lord. Wow. God wants us to reach our community. Don't ever forget the primary purpose of the church. Here's the mission. And you're not even a blues brother, but you have a mission from God. You ready for your mission? Jesus came to seek and save 
that which was lost. It's your mission. If you're sucking air here, you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. If you're following, I believe there's got to be some type of fishing. To seek and save that which was lost. What is lost? Something that's not where it should be. Something that has value. Jesus showed his value system to the utmost. How, J.O.? He died for what he valued. People. And he passes the mission on to you and I to seek and save that which was lost. Let me close with this story. Jesus is very interested in the multitudes, but he's also very interested in the one how many of you have figured that out? He really is. If you watch him, he has no problem ministering to the multitudes of people. But he has no problem leaving the multitudes in Mark 4. Leaving the multitudes. In Mark 4, he gets in a boat. He goes across a body of water. He gets on the other side. The place is not your normal Jerusalem. Why? How do you know, Jail? Because they're farming pigs. You wouldn't be farming pigs as an Israel, as a Jew, just not going to happen. They're farming pigs. He gets out on the shore after leaving multitudes of people and a demoniac meets him. This demoniac is jacked up, man. He has a legion of demons, legion, 6,000 demons, and he comes and he meets Jesus and he's, he's naked. How scary would that be? A naked, demon-possessed dude. Guess where he lives? He doesn't live in a hut or in the village. He lives in the tombs, man, in the cemetery. Scarier. Why do you say that? Because Jesus left the multitude to reach the The only thing I see Jesus doing in this divine appointment is reaching one person. One. That's the only thing I see him do over here. He gets out and kind of corresponds with this demoniac and then cast the demons out. He casts them into some pigs. Can you imagine? Pigs are already strange anyway. Oink, oink, oink. I mean, think about it. Just think about a pig. I like bacon. I like bacon a lot. And I, I don't like it flimsy. Don't cook my bacon flimsy, man. It's an unclean animal. I want it crispy. I want to smell it. I want it to stand up on its edge. Come on, somebody. Crispy bacon is the best. Pigs are full of demons now. They run over the edge. All the farmers are freaking out. Jesus casts out the demon, demons out of this guy. And look. Look what takes place. One dude, one, look what takes place. Let me just read this. Then they came to Jesus and they saw the one. Say that with me, the one. Mark 5, 15, the one. Think about the one this week. Think about the one. Who had been demon possessed, been, who had a legion, setting you got to remember this dude they couldn't even put chains on him he just hulk out setting clothed praise the lord in his right mind 
You know what this dude wants to do? Jesus is going to get back on the boat. Reaches one dude, wants to get back on the boat. The guy goes, Jesus, I want to go with you. Jesus won't let him. Why don't Jesus let him? Because there's many people that need to know what Jesus is all about. Look what takes place. Last scripture, Mark 5, 18 through 20. I think it's there. As Jesus was getting in the boat, the man who had, who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. And Jesus said, no, go. Say that with me, go. Don't just go here. Grow here. Don't just grow old here, but go from here. There's a purpose for you to grow. He wants you to go. And he says, go. Go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you, how merciful he has been. So the man, look, 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 the man started off to visit 10 towns. The birth of Billy Graham, baby, of that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus has done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them. Don't just go to church grow, don't just grow old, but go. Amen? There's a reason why God wants you to grow, because he wants to reach the multitudes. But if you look at it, he got back in the boat, and he went back to the multitudes. It's okay. Multitudes are okay, and the one is okay. You know why? Because he wants to reach them all. None should perish. All would come to know Jesus. Amen? Amen?